Okay, hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and uh, let's finish up with part two on pancreatic adenocarcinoma. And we spoke in part one about many things, but I spoke about looking for mass and the importance of looking for changes in lesion enhancement, that some lesions were hypervascular, some were hypovascular. We looked at tissue mapping for picking up subtle lesions. We spoke about looking at the patient's uh, uh, pancreatic duct, looking at the common duct, but I focused on the pancreatic duct and the importance for that for being able to uh, detect the presence of tumors. And then we get into staging of tumors. So we look at the vascular uh, aspect of things and we talk about vascular mapping. We look at things both from an arterial and a venous perspective. So in terms of vascular mapping, there are many things we do. We define the anatomic location of the key SMA and celiac vessels. Uh, we first of all determine uh, their orientation, etiology, variations, because that becomes important for surgery. And then on a vessel-by-vessel -vessel basis, we looked at whether the vessels are patent, whether they're occluded, whether they're stenotic, whether they're encased. Those vessels are critical for surgical planning. We often will look for collateral vessels. Collateral vessels are a good sign of pathology in one of the more proximal vessels. And there have been many articles written about looking at this. It was an article we wrote from Hopkins a year or so back. The ability to visualize the mesenteric vessels in real time using 3D rendering and NPR is crucial for the comprehensive review of the complex mesenteric vessels. And that indeed is true. And here's just a nice example of where the, uh, the patient's uh, celiac and SMA arise from a common trunk. You can see the hepatic and splenic. And you can see that very nicely from the oblique perspectives. So one of the things we recognize is when you want to look at vascular mapping, when you want to give the information to the surgeon, these 3D maps are indeed very important. When you then look at the presence of encasement, you can look at the axial images here, and you see there is soft tissue by the SMA and the soft tissue by the SMV and there's infiltration around the pancreatic bed and so you have to be worried that there is indeed tumor in this zone and again things we've all read about is at 180 degrees of surrounding of the vessel we talk about that issue but again in axial CT you often have the issue with partial averaging is it abutting is it encasing what exactly are we speaking about there's no doubt in the 3D map or the sagittal NPR map like this case, from the prior patient, you see the tumor encasing and narrowing the patient's SMA. There's no doubt there's soft tissue around the vessel. You can see the transition. You can see where the transition goes. You can see it not only in the sagittal view, which is sagittal NPR, but in the 3D rendering. Look how the vessel is narrowed. Now, it's narrowed but it's not occluded. It's patent, but it's unresectable. Nicely shown. Or in this next example, here you can see a patient and uh, you can see there is soft tissue tumor around the region of the mesenteric vessels, SMA and celiac. And we'll look at that a little bit more carefully and you can see the mass. There's not a very big pancreatic mass. You don't see that. You see the extension posteriorly. And again, what does posterior mean? Usually means SMA, means celiac. It can be portal vein. But there it is, and there it is on a sagittal perspective. Very nice encasement. Yes, the SMA is patent, but look how the SMA is narrowed by the patient's tumor. And again, the tumor is now well seen because this is a MIP projection. Another example, pancreatic cancer. You see a wall stent in place, this tumor involving the uh, patient's pancreatic head and patient's pancreatic body. 
that's just going to be tumor infiltration nicely shown and now you look at the vessels and you begin to see the SMA is narrowed proximally you can see that again in different planes in perspective is a narrowing present there so again it's a comprehensive evaluation not just lesion detection but determining exactly what indeed is going on you can see the wall stents you can see the wall stents relationship to celiac you can see relationships to SMA and in that patient there's the patient's celiac look how that celiac is encased by tumor proximal hepatic is proximal splenic is there it is from a sagittal perspective again vessel patency but tumor infiltration of the vessels and no great surprise based on location not only do you have that arterial involvement but look at the venous involvement because look at those collaterals the only way you get collaterals is with venous obstruction and so here's that patient look at the splenic vein or don't look at it you don't see it it's occluded you get collaterals through the SMV through the IMV this cobweb of vessels become very critical for maintaining flow but again this really gives you the information you need in terms of the patient's lack of resectability in terms of what the tumor is doing and the articles about the use of CT for vascular planning here was one vascular section as an adjunct to pancreatic duodenectomy is commonly used and more frequently as a result imaging criteria determine which patients are candidates for, temp for potentially curative resections are evolving particularly as it relates to vessels there's lots of interest now in resecting portions of the portal vein or even the SMV so again venous involvement particularly for short segment venous involvement does not mean a patient is unresectable surgeons are much more aggressive getting great results in that regard and here's just an example mass head of pancreas mass comes near the SMV you can follow it on the 3D views the SMV and portal here's the primary tumor classic hypodense tumor but the tumor is growing beyond the pancreas you gotta worry about that patient's SMV and you worry about it maybe a little bit less here but when you go back to the data sets boy that is worrisome portal vein SMV right side shallow wall over there very nicely infiltrating that process the collaterals at a pathway very nicely shown and the articles basically make the point combination of parenchymal phase and portal phase is efficient for the assessment of pancreatic cancer now uh, all of that indeed is true but I think the point that at times is left out is no matter how good your data set is uh, no matter how good your timing is uh, it's critical that you're able to post process that data so we spend a lot of effort making sure that we're able to look beyond the axial imaging those images are indeed good now we also make comments as the tumor spread we look in this case at a patient's tumor uh, body and tail of pancreas which is now growing backwards to involve the renal vein and artery on the left side not common but that does occur and similarly the patient's duodenum third to fourth portion is dilated and when you look carefully the patient's tumor is encasing the small bowel the level of ligament of trites causing obstruction so that's a very nice example of showing that and of course the splenic vein was patent but also encased and here's just a few more images of that mass last thing I'll comment on direct invasion at times is difficult but mainly it's due to spleen uh, here is a nice example where it's seen you also see liver mets here I mentioned before liver mets can be challenging in patients with pancreatic cancer they're hypovascular can be small 
And if you look back at articles like this article uh, that was published a number of years back by uh, Walls, the most common error was the missing of liver metastasis. Lymph node involvement, vascular encasement were also missed. But lymph nodes, you got to be careful because it's often based on surgical biopsy of small nodes. So key thing are liver mets, we're getting better at it, but it's still one of the challenges we do have. In concluding, if you're looking at imaging pancreatic cancer, one of the reasons CT is state-of-the-art, it's widely available, it's easy to control the protocols, it's reasonably priced, it's easy to get the information to the referring physician, and our conclusion from this meeting was, of course, that helical CT was the prefer preferable imaging technique for the diagnosis and determination of resectability of pancreatic adenocarcinoma. That was a general consensus. When the consensus is published, I am sure that is what is going to be said is necessary. And with that, let me stop right there. Thanks a lot.